0: I'm John Barrett Ingalls, and this is The How, The Why, presented by 1888. Every week we connect with artists, authors, and innovators in the world of publishing and literature to discuss their creative process and creative purpose, and explore the evolution of the industry. 1888 serves as a regional catalyst for the preservation, presentation, and promotion of cultural heritage and literary arts. Let's get connected.
1: The How, the Why, brought to you by 1888. My name is Dean Moses. I'm the author of A Stall Docs, one of three novellas published from Summer Writing Project 2015. Today, I'm connected with one of the top 25 authors from Summer Writing Project 2016. Let's start off by introducing yourself. Tell us your name, the name of your novella, the genre, and briefly what it's about.
2: My name is Devin Tarantino. My novella is called Beautiful to Me. Uh, I guess the genre would be considered chiclet, <laughs> okay. um, or new adult, whichever, whichever one. Um, it's about, a a twin whose other twin is deceased and she's kind of lost. And so she goes to France because her and her sister had always talked about it and she's trying to just get past this thing that nobody should ever have to get past. And, um, but it's not working very well. And so she's kind of hermited herself in this little cottage that she lives in in France and isn't really moving forward. And um, that all kind of changes when down the coastline, a family who's vacationing um, in France kind of comes and interrupts into her life. And it's kind of a love story and it's kind of a, you know, moving on story. Um,
1: It sounds like it could be... Quite personal to a lot of people and could touch a lot of people. Is that something as inspiration that you took it from, something in your life, or is a particular inspirations behind that?
2: Um, you know, I think human connection is is everything. Um and trying to convey that is sometimes hard. <laughs> and yeah. um I think it's the scariest thing ever is to have somebody that means the entire world to you and to wake up one day and not have that anymore um and so that's something that I like I've I've written other things in the past that's something that I definitely find interesting um and something that I try to to do a good job on to try to honor I guess and not make it corny <laughs> yeah. um yeah but- nothing specifically personal in my life just the the threat of, I think everybody feels the threat of losing you know
1: well you're a police dispatcher too right I am. So um, you must hear quite a few different things in that line of work. Does that do you ever take something from that and put it into your stories as a crossover?
2: Oh, not yet. I'm sure that's coming. Uh,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> um it it is surreal to you kind of like when you're when you're working as a police dispatcher, you kind of have to shut off the emotions that, you know, let you I cry yeah. and, and super empathize. I mean, you have to empathize to the extent that you need to understand what they're going through and help them, but it's it's hard to um it, writing is definitely coming from a different place. That being said, yeah, I've I've thought that often. There are some things you can't make up, and some of the things I've experienced <laughs> are um, ones that I definitely I. T- most of the time when I'm writing, stuff is coming from even if it's not my, my life, like bits and pieces, I think everybody does that are from my life. And I definitely plan on putting bits and pieces somewhere in the future in there. So
1: you mentioned that you have to shut yourself off sometimes when you're in that line of work. Do you think that's what also helps you being a writer? gives you an outlet to bring that side of you out in the writing that you can't when you're, when you're working? Oh, absolutely.
2: It's, it's not, it's more than that. It's just in my day to day life, I'm fairly reserved. Right. Um, and so writing is definitely a way that I can express myself. Um it kinda it because I can do it at my own speed and it's my own words and I don't know, definitely.
1: So what motivated you to enter the summer rhyme project?
2: Um I discovered jukepop last year okay. because of Camp NaNoWriMo. Um and I I actually won second place on one of their contests that they had. Um and that was really cool. And so I I I love jukepop. Um I think it's a great way to discover new authors. And it's a great platform to, you know, kind of put your work out there and hear back and see what works and see what people are having trouble with. Um, so I, I just saw it because I browse jukepop a lot <laughs> and decided to go for it. And I, this story I'd kind of had in the back of my head for a while. So I decided to go with
1: that. So do you think that because you're already a up author that made you better prepared for the summer writing project. And also do you feel that the audience that you maybe have already built up came over to read this story?
2: I hope so. Um, I, as far as if it made me better prepared, prepared, absolutely. Um, just because I, I understand I didn't have to work with like figuring out the website. It's not a hard website to figure out, but I already kind of had that down. Um, and I also knew kind of, you know, the best way to get people to read your stuff is to read theirs and to comment on it. And um, I I noticed that that was the case. Like a lot of the people who commented on mine, I commented on theirs and vice versa. If people comment on mine, it's like, oh, who's this person? And I go and check out their work. So I think I kind of knew that going in. Um, It's a
1: very community feeling, isn't it? Because I know when I was doing some writing project, you also make friends with these writers and they can help you. They can put you in the right direction if there's something you maybe not be doing right Mm -hmm. or or they can give you feedback i mean how you find the feedback so far do you feel that the comments affect your writing and do you change anything or or are you stuck with what what you want is is going to be how it's going to be and and no amount of comments will change that
2: um you know as far as jukepop personally everybody's been really nice i haven't gotten a lot of like well it should actually be this way yeah um in life like I, I wrote a book a couple of years ago and my editors that I had were my personal friends and they didn't pull any punches yeah. and they actually, um, pointed out some things that I definitely made changes. Um, I, I think that the, the best thing is, um, yeah, just getting that feedback, having somebody say, Hey, I've read this and I really like that. It's so much motivation to keep going because it can get really easy to let life get in the way. And to stop writing and, um, but getting like a little email notification saying like, Hey, so-and-so liked your stuff. Yeah. It just, I don't know. It's a wonderful feeling. It's one of the most rewarding so,
1: <laughs> feelings. So do you, do you think that those things you mentioned that you had edits in the past, do you feel that that helped you with this? Cause I know when mm-hmm. I wrote my story and I had the, you know, I was try and make it meticulous and I think, oh it's it's right, it's right. And I think it's it's I think it's so right. But then when it came to being published and I had edits, I had quite a lot of edits and stuff. And I learned so much from that experience of just having someone else come in and editing it. And I felt that like changed the way I write for the future. Did that change the way you wrote for this?
2: In a few ways. Um you know I had written so much just growing up, like I was always writing, but I never really got anywhere with it just um because I just, you know, it once you once you've actually finished something you just kinda it clicks. You get it. Yeah. Um, and that was a huge milestone that's affected my further writing because I don't have that. Oh, well, this will probably never go somewhere mentality. Um, and then, yeah, definitely like things that were pointed out to me, I'm trying to think of any in particular, but, um, I still like, it just kind of makes you think about the whole picture because I had a few things point out where it's like oh well why is why is it like this wouldn't it be like that yeah. um stuff like that that's pretty generic but um it it definitely makes me think out a scene and be like okay well how did they get to this point like what brought them up to this point and make it believable because otherwise it's just not believable <laughs>
1: well, i noticed also that being writers Sometimes writing and editing is not enough you also have to be you know a good promotional mm-hmm. good at promotion i noticed you have your own cover you customize your own cover did you think that helped you set you apart from the other contestants
2: i hope so i love it um there's again i was better prepared going into this because i've been down that road i love making my own cover i've got like a little um a little application um, like a processing application. I'm trying, I'm trying to blanky on the word. Um, like a
1: program, Photoshop.
2: it's not Photoshop, but it's kind of like yeah. Photoshop. Um, and knowing the websites that allow, um, them to use your images, knowing how to buy images and editing them. The, the one that I have right now is definitely not going to be the final one, but it was a quick little
1: half hour yeah.
2: thing. Um,
1: is, is, but I mean, is, I, is, so go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. You were saying, sorry
2: oh I, I hope it makes me like stand out i I take a lot of pregnant so
1: <laughs> I mean is there, is there any other promotion you use do you use Facebook and Twitter or is there any other unique promotion you use uh, you can tell listeners about because I'm sure they'd be interested in knowing how you uh, got into the top 25
2: um yeah I mean I've got I've got a Twitter that I don't use really very often I write too much for Twitter and so the restrictions are hard for me um but I do have a Facebook that I'm on. Um, it's just Facebook.com slash author girl Um and it I've got it's mostly my published book that's on there, but I do definitely let people know like, hey, I'm doing this contest, you should vote for me. <laughs> and um so it's it's a way that I try to get connected. I wish I was better at it. I need to it's definitely a, a job um, promoting yourself uh,
1: it, it, but it's it's hard I mean even as a you know I'm sure you know because you're published as well that trying to find places to you know even interviews or reviews as well sometimes you have to reach out yourself and be like check this out please and tell us yeah. what you think of it right
2: <laughs> yeah, I promise I'm not trying to spam you but please
1: <laughs> exactly right um, so do you feel that any of your you mentioned you have a work published readers from that did they have you heard anything they've come over to read your your serial
2: yeah um, I, I have luckily, um, I've had people that I know and people also that I've never met before reading my stuff. Um, and I definitely had to convince a few people, like I promise this site won't send you 5,000 emails. Like it you sign up, but it's really worth it. And, um, I've gotten a lot of people who, especially because you can download an app to your phone that makes it easy to read, um, that have definitely, Read and commented, um, which is is great.
1: <laughs> so um, I don't know about your previous work, but for Dupop, as you, I'm sure you know, is uh, serialized, and then mm-hmm. eighteen eighty eight focuses on novella. Did you find it hard bridging those? Something that's got to be in increments, but also at the end of it, it's got to be relatively quite short.
2: Yeah, um, I I've never actually written a novella before. Um, increments. It just kind of depends. Sometimes when I write, I, I'll jump to the end and write a chapter there and jump back and write a chapter. Um, I've got two works on juke pop right now that I'm still in the process of. Um, oh. One of them is definitely a full-length novel. It's already yeah. like 180 pages. Because that's uh, the
1: thing, isn't it? When you, when you write in a serial, it, it sometimes it comes up. I mean, for me, I don't know about yourself, but I like to have a middle, begin, end, before mm-hmm. um, I Start writing, but then as you're writing the serial, it's like, oh, actually, this would work out, and then I try and put. You end up putting more and more than you originally would as as a serial. Do you mm-hmm. find that?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, And just doing it piece by piece, it's definitely hard Um, because there. I mean, there are just some chapters that you're more excited to write than others. But you know, if you're doing it as a serial, it has to go in order. You can't just be like, oh, but look at this chapter at the end that I'm really excited. About. Yeah,
1: exactly. Right. <laughs> so
2: it's. That's definitely the hardest part of writing a serial, but it's, I, it's also super great to get feedback before it's done. Um, it's like a pre-edit <laughs> yeah.
1: kind
2: of thing. Um, so yeah, I, it's challenges and rewards both.
1: I mean, how do you find in the pacing of having to put a chapter up? Do you worry about losing readers if you don't put the chapter up when on schedule? Or do you ha- even have a schedule?
2: Um, you know, I try to do, I I had a lot of stuff come up the end of this month. Um, but I try to do one a week at least. Um, sometimes it's faster than that. Sometimes it's slower, but yeah, it's definitely, you, you need to keep, people's attention and there's so many amazing things on jukepop right now that it's really easy to let your attention be swayed <laughs> yeah so.
1: Uh, so i hear that a week i hear a lot of writers say they do it a week or they put it all up at once so i, I hear those two uh are some of the most popular ways of doing it do you have any advice for writers listening who would like to be able to do achieve what you've achieved?
2: Um keep writing first of all, even if, you know, whatever you're writing on doesn't pan out, just keep writing. And then I swear by NanoRimo. It's, they do the big one in November, it's national novel writing month. And then they also have like camp NaNoWriMo's throughout the year. Um, and it's just the best place for a community and a, a manageable, achievable goal, but actually one that really pushes you. Cause, uh, the, the, concept of NaNoWriMo in November is to get 50,000 words written in 30 days. Oh, and wow. it sounds, yeah, it's a yeah, lot. <laughs> it's it's, it's
1: uh, even for me that would be tough.
2: Yeah. Um, but, but when you achieve it, you've got, you know, anywhere from 80 to a hundred pages written and it's so much, once you're over that hurdle, it's so much easier to keep going and finish it. Um, and there's just this great community of like-minded people who are totally willing to help you out so i definitely would look into those so that, that definitely got my my book written
1: well uh, sadly we're almost out of time but is there anything you'd like to touch on that we haven't talked about before we end
2: no i think that's it
1: uh, Well, congratulations again and thank you very much for speaking with me and good luck
2: thanks you as well
0: this has been the how the why with john barrett ingalls The show is produced by Kevin Stanek and yours truly, with production assistance by Sarah Becker. The How the Why theme music was composed and performed by Dan Record. Please consider supporting 1888 and our mission. Become an 1888 advocate by purchasing our books, participating in our programs, and pledging today. For more information, visit 1888.center. That's 1888.center. I want to remind you all to keep making art. Thank you.